recording. Woohoo! Welcome to episode <laughs> eight, guys. We made it to the end of season one of the Skinnabeka podcast. What? Hello to the returning Skinnabekis. Um, you've shown us so much love in such a short period of time. And those who find themselves here for the first time, just dig in, sit here, listen to us. We talk a lot of crack, offer opinions, laugh, which Nabs now wants us to edit out those laughs, but never. Um, we hear a lot. Um, and we really hope that you just keep listening, share your opinions. We are Nabs, Shahina, and Nikki. TGIF, we're recording this on Friday, so you're going to listen to this on a Monday, but we're feeling the TGIF vibes today, at least I am. We so do. We are so oh do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, done, I'm done working. I am done working for the day. Oh. China's, so yeah. How we're you, done. How's we're your done. week been? Have you guys had a good week? Uh, yes, I'm I had a good week. week. I had a good week. Um, I had this little thing, right? So, um, just about my daughter. She came to me yesterday and she told me about this chick in her class who was like, I think she was actually bullying her, you know? No. I don't want to. She did something that was not okay with me and obviously wasn't okay with my daughter either. And she said to her, Don't do that. I don't like that. Right? So, my daughter's very. Um, Careful to tell, careful about what she tells me because I just want to go fucking mood. I don't care who, I'm there, <laughs> you know. Uh, I said, okay, I'll drop you at school tomorrow morning, and then when you walk to class, I'm gonna go with you. She's like, mom, please. I'm telling you so that you know. And if it gets worse, I will tell you. But this is what I'm going to do. So anyway, um, I had this conversation with her, and then I said to her sister, the um, Nura was older than her. I went to her on the side and I said, listen, tomorrow you and your friends go to that girl. And all you say is, leave my sister alone. But you look her in the eye and all this. And you was <laughs> like, what the fuck's wrong with this bitch? Anyway, but then Nihal just said, you know what? Only do it if I give you permission to do that. And then when they came home today, everything was fine. So I was just like, your playground politics, maybe do. Guys, Nabs, I'm oh. so sorry. Like I've been in situations similar to that with um Soph. And it's so hard because you have to strike a balance between supporting your child and stepping in and actually letting them deal with it themselves because they do have to yeah. learn to deal with it themselves. And I just want to resort to violence. I'm Me not too. Even like I'll go it. and beat your mommy's <laughs> ass. Like I'll I'll fuck not your mommy. Your mommy. I want to give it. I want to give the child a hiding. Actually, oh my god! Mama bear mode. Full mama bear mode. I will remove your arms. No, I just put my hoodie over my head and just like. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, Nick's you you okay you had a good week i did you started yeah i had a good week i am so addicted to watching like you know that dr pumble popper <gasps> i love it <laughs> <laughs> so now i'm actually trying to find because i i get like pimples when i have my periods are so very much tied to hormones um, and it's yeah. been super under control for the last few months, which I'm so grateful for. But I had, oh, I, I get like yeah. bad blackheads, or they're not like they're just blackheads, mm-hmm. they're not bad or anything. Um, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what face stuff I use, the pimples don't come back and they go away and it's all fine. 
but the blackheads just are there. So now I'm trying to find someone in Cape Town yeah. who can like Dr. Pimple Popper my blackheads. I know someone. I'm going to send you the link. I'm going to send oh my you God, the yes, do it. Does she do it like with the you tweezers? Know, like that? Yes, she has oh, a TikTok. Please um, like send me the link. She's putting it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it um, that's what I, I want. Shaina, you know what? Eh? You, yeah. you have flawless skin. Yeah, I, I'm not commenting on this because I have nothing to add. Shaina's yeah. skin is like just beautiful, like a baby's ass. I have yeah, been doing my period pimple. Yeah, fuck you, actually. Because I have had um, problematic skin all my fucking life. Yo, I had a doctor who told me, you looked at my skin under a fucking, um, what's that thick glass thing? Whatever. That's what I found it as. <laughs> yes. And he says, yo, you have a bad face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> I was 14. I was, no. I was dead. That's so traumatized. Diseased. That's what? That's traumatizing. All the Indian. That's some kind of medical abuse. Who is moving around so much? Is it you, Nabs? It's me. I'm, it's because of the trauma of the doctor. Oh, my God. That's so terrible. Okay. Anyways, what yeah. are we talking about today? Oh, well. oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the pumple episode featuring some aunt agonies okay so today we asked you to send us your problems because we are hot for all of ours and we really just want to laugh and skin about how fucking ridiculous life can get sometimes our last two episodes were really um heavy but important conversations that we needed to have and we had them right um, so now to close off our season one, we are going to talk about the problems that you sent us. Yeah, we're so, going to talk about them. We're going to be skinner bakers about our listeners. Yeah, I'm so excited. Not that we're not laughing at your expense. We're just laughing at the ridiculousness, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks okay. for the display. So, That's good. Yeah. Okay, I'm so ready. I'm Are so you ready? ready? I don't know how many we're going to get through. We did get quite a few. Um, okay. But let's dive in. Okay, the first one is <laughs> not <funny. laughs> This one is not funny. Okay, okay, okay. Um, this person started a new job this year. Um, after years of being <clears throat> self-employed. Um, and they okay. don't know what to tell people because... They're proud of the fact that they've started this new job and the company that they're working for now headhunted them, but they also feel like they've sold out a bit on the dream of being self-employed. So very mixed feelings, not sure how to put it out there in the world because they don't want to feel like they've given up on their dream. Okay, so let me just understand this quickly. This person is having a problem um, telling his or her new colleagues about the fact that they were previously self-employed and no, now no, no. moved back no. into what? So this person so. is having a problem telling the people in their life that they're not going to be self-employed oh, anymore, that they're going mm. back to work. No, man. It's really not as bad as that. I, don't, I, I just feel like mm, your people's going to be happy for you because they will trust that you made the right decision exactly. for you. In this economy, you, know? you must chase the bag. 
whether yep. it's a bag of your own making or someone else is giving you that bag the one thing yeah. we're never going to feel ashamed about <clears throat> is making money exactly also listen <laughs> okay also listen to toxic friendships because maybe i'm i'm sensing a little bit of a vibe there because you you you're scared to tell them is it because of you or because of the relationships you hold with the people in your life um because i know my people they're going to be happy no matter what sure. as long as i'm doing what i feel is best it could just be I was self-employed for a while before I took a job and I just I felt a little bit like a failure and a sellout. I I did feel like that. Um because it was starting to do well and people were asking me, so why didn't you continue? <clears throat> But the thing is, I just decided I'm not going to be hard on myself. I needed the stability at that point in time and nothing nothing the future isn't set. For sure. Anything happen, you can pick this up again in a better space and do it as a side hustle in the meantime like just enjoy what yeah. you've got unless you were headhunted oh my god that's amazing yeah that's amazing you're doing so well just so you know well. do your thing do your thing i love what you said shahina that i think that's so important to just give yourself grace um i am mm. launching my own business this year and i had planned to launch it now in april um in time for autumn and i've had so many delays with like printing of fabric that was stuck at customs and then just and and it bogged me down so much last month where i was just sitting in tears and feeling like uh why am i even doing this like it's so mm-hmm. stupid like you know and then um my mom also said to me like you just give yourself grace you you feeling like a failure but the reason you're feeling like a failure is based on um goals and like milestones you've set for yourself so just shift your goals you're the only yeah. one that has the power to do that when you allow yourself to shift your goals you then allow yourself to you you allow yourself or give yourself permission to be kind to yourself mm-hmm. to to know that you know things change things that are out of your control how are you supposed to know there was going to be a delay at customs mm-hmm. That's yeah. out of your control. So Absolutely. obviously the goalposts then shift. And that's just it's and as I also simple think it's as normal. that. It is normal to feel like you failed when mm. you yeah. look at something that you wanted it to end up a certain way. But there's so much that you also just have to accept is out of your control. And that's quite difficult for us to do as human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. The next problem okay. is problem solved. A dating problem, okay? Um, or, or not actually Ooh. a dating problem. This one is more of a dating horror story. Ooh. When Ooh. I Sounds was... like me. What? <laughs> <with mine? laughs> no. Maybe. Did you submit this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> When I was in um, the dating scene a few years ago, I had a first date with the guy I met on a dating website When I pulled up to the parking area of the restaurant we agreed to meet, he had just stepped out of a taxi, I'm assuming a minibus taxi. Um, I immediately <laughs> wanted to get back in my car and drive away, but I decided not to because we don't all have cars and that's actually okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... Yeah. Proceeded with the date and I walked towards him at the restaurant entrance and he saw me, he said hi 
And then um, he saw the tattoos I had on my arms and he said, um, your, I smack your chappies. And I was <laughs> at such a loss for words. I went inside to the restaurant. Once we sat down, I excused myself and left. And <laughs> guys so this is this is something that I, I want to just say like when we had our Islam and dating episode right and Tahira yeah. she made a comment about you know like wanting to date within a certain kind of income bracket and that yeah. that's not wrong yeah um, because no, that is yeah. your your income bracket and um it's you not wrong was... it's not wrong no right? it's not wrong it's fine not at it's all. not wrong I think um, you know, whatever it is, it's not wrong because it's what you want. Yeah, so long as that's not what you want, that's what you want. No, it's absolutely. Um, but and then, I like it, a, yeah, no, but I think it was the I smack your chappies comment yeah. that just I mean I like yeah. a wrong side of the tracks energy as much as the next person, but we all have limits. <laughs> <laughs> we all have limits. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I would have done, eh? Fuck. I would have said your away. Let me see yours. <laughs> no, I just got an SMS. My tech died. What? Yeah. <clears throat> no, I would have said no, that. Not really. Oh, I thought your cat really died. I was gonna say oh, that's I don't terrible. Know. But I would have been like, oh yeah, I gotta go. My cat just died. As a sidebar, the other day I was thinking about that time that Nabs's cat came to work with her. But nobody knew, and the cat was like in the bonnet. <laughs> she heard the that. meowing from the parking lot. And then, and then, oh, was so like, she fucking dished him out of the engine. She really I know said, on the way like, home. She was like, she said, uh, was like, yeah, she was like, David Hasselhoff in Baywatch, but the cat. Absolutely. Like, the, the fucking Chuck Norris for cats. She, was she took him out of the thing, right? And then I had to drive home with this motherfucker in a box. And I was, yo, I was. You I were was so mad at, at your cat, eh? You really scolded her or him. Yeah. That was yes. Funny. I mean, if she's he could have died. Is there PTSD? Is she okay? The cat. Hmm. I can't even remember which one it was, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, harbor cats here. Yeah. That's just a crazy cat lady, though. <laughs> I'm a fucking crazy cat lady. At the moment, I only have one, and then there's someone, someone's cat adopted us. So, wow. yeah. Fuck, okay, man. I Next hate problem. these motherfuckers. Okay. This one is going to feel slightly familiar because we, we covered something similar in our cheating episode, but let's go i'm currently having an affair with both my sister my wife's sister and my wife's mom it's mind-blowing and wait neither of them are away just say it again just read it out again i'm currently having an affair with both my wife's sister and her mom okay so he's married he has married he has a wife he's sleeping with three women he's serving sex with three people fail in the mm. same bloodline. Fail. Unwashed me- ass energy. Disgusting. Um, I'm gonna find this guy and fucking brand assassinate him. him. I'm gonna brand him. Can we brand him, man? I'm gonna send yeah, this to the you daily thought, voice. Yeah, you thought, you thought. 
No, guys. The game was, was anonymous. <laughs> the shit that they cover. Yo, and you know what? It's, it's not even what they cover. It's the way they write. Like, like they will write about someone being murdered in gang violence, and it was like they'll they'll like call the person's mommy. His tiny said, "What? Yo, yo." It's just, it's, it's, it's too much. It's actually too much. But then I also, uh, I realized that people want to maybe uh, read the news in that way, which is cool. Yeah. So, and, and if I don't want to, then, then I must clean up my feed and not follow them, I suppose. Sure. But it's just, it's really shocking. It's shocking. To I me. can say I definitely don't um, follow the Daily Voice. I find I definitely do. <laughs> I, I find their reporting to be just horrific. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, the articles, um, like even though they're written in like um, vernacular, it's not even accurate or like no, well it's thought not. out. Like it's such shitty journalism. It's it's really uh, trash. And the other day, it, can we even call it journalism? No, we can't. It's it's tabloid journalism. Yeah, something. Is it? Yeah. Listen, so they had a story about this chick. She was in grade 11 and the, the teacher kept uh, victimizing her because she, she wore a nose ring to school. Oh, my Lord. I was like, why the fuck is this in the newspaper? How is this a thing? And then, and then um, she used to wear a mask to like hide the nose yeah. ring and then she had to take the mask off and then he saw the nose ring. Then he told her to take it out and he kept it. <laughs> <laughs> was this all in the newspaper i'm gonna send you the fucking link oh my god anyway back to that motherfucker who's sleeping with his yellow family the whole family he's, he's like uh-uh. i'm sorry the Looney, smitten Looney, smit Looney, that ever smitted is what he you, is you 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 also fail you also fail. I hope you're listening. I and hope, I hope listening you get an STD, actually. Although maybe, like, why are you as a mother sleeping with your your daughter's husband? And the sister. Your sister. Actually, you're all oh, fucked up. All of you. you. All, of, all you. of you. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> Throw the whole family away. Just bin the whole family no. in the bin. That is so crazy. Uh-uh. Okay, next problem. As a virgin, getting naked for the first time with my first real boyfriend, um, he dropped his pants and said, look how big I am. It was the first penis I'd ever seen. So honestly, I had no idea how it measured up to others, but I clearly didn't react with enough or an excitement because when we were done, he pulled out a ruler and measured himself, then went on Google to Google average penis size and was very happy that he was above average based on the Google search results. Um, I had to agree that he was above average, but he certainly didn't know what to do with it. This isn't so yeah. much of a problem as a statement, and it makes me think about like how, um, I don't know how old this person is, um, or the person that she was sleeping with, but but like when you have um, sex for the first time and you expect it to be a certain way, because you watch TV and you think like mm. it's going to be this life shattering experience, it's mostly cut. Yeah, and oh yeah, it's mostly cut. <laughs> it's mostly, mostly fucking awkward, and you're just kind of patiently waiting for it to end. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I get a little yeah. get, big, but not the first time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, definitely not. Um, I think, I mean, I don't know, men. 
I don't know. You must have been really young. I hope. I, I also think it's sounds like child young... behavior. Yeah. But you yeah. never know with men, hey? They are really no. obsessed with people. This could have been like... a 30-year-old for all we know. I feel like yeah. men think their penises are, I don't know, like... I don't know, some magic ones. That's like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> like they are so... I feel like they're like the children. They're like a child. What's they're so child? with it. <clears throat> yeah, sleep with someone that doesn't whip out his penis to measure it. Like, yeah, like if if you, if you need that, to it. that level yeah. of validation, um, yeah. perhaps therapy is also a good next step. And then the next. What would you do? What would you do if you if, if somebody did that? I walk out. I leave. <laughs> I'll laugh you out. Are you just? I'll be like, I've with, with a whole fucking ruler. You want to sit here and then Google? No, bye. I'll add out. I would die of closer. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. Die. What would you do? I, I don't know. I just feel like, what the fuck's happening here right now? That is not mm. big, deep energy. So it's a no for me. It's a big no. Yeah, thank you. It's a big no. And he's obviously an egomaniac. Yeah. <sighs> okay, the next one. I had sex on my boss's desk on my last day of work at the company. She was really awful and condescending, but I really enjoyed the experience of having sex on her desk. With her? No. Just as like, fuck you. The boss was condescending. Yeah. And then on this person's last day, they just decided they're going to have sex on that boss's desk. Yeah. Yeah, go oh. for it. <laughs> or, or like where the walls are made of prefab. Or you have cameras. That's so bad. Okay. okay I would never do that. I would never do that. Yeah, I no, would one thousand percent never do that. The office is disgusting. Yeah. Okay, it's just filthy. Also, just like why? Like what? How is that? Like any kind of like, fuck you. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like I, I would just feel like maybe it's so literal. It's so literal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe they didn't clean up afterwards as well. Mm. Oh uh, my god! <laughs> imagine you're like sitting there eating your sandwich where someone's ass was just <gasps> pressed up against your desk calendar. <laughs> oh my someone god! Someone teabagged your fucking keyboard. So disgusting. <laughs> Do you know, I didn't know what a tea bag is like until last until year. I was like, no, but I was like, don't you wish you just want to, don't you wish you want to go back to not knowing? Yes. They're knowing. I was like, don't do cuck. No, really, don't do cuck. Are you fucking mad? Don't do cuck. Oh, oh man, she's so cute. But now I know, now I'm big. 
Then the next one was in the skull is saying, I'm, I'm assuming it's skull, sorry. In my slutty phase, I once had sex with three different men in 24 hours. Um, once at 4 p.m. with a Tinder hookup, 7 p.m. with a friend um, with benefits, and 10 a.m. the next day, another friend with benefits. <sighs> yeah. That was just as a statement. Yeah. Safe. Wow. As nice. long as you're being safe. I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's good. Great. Good, for, good for you. We support all types of behavior. Really. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Every woman. Yeah, we good. And, and she seems really chuffed yeah. about it. So good for you. Exactly. Good on you, girl. Yeah. Good on okay. you. <clears throat> Next up, my partner was in the army, um, and he told me. I'm assuming. Okay, he told me that he we wouldn't be able to speak for a while because he was going to be gone on a deployment. Well, they like go out into the field, I'm assuming. Um, and it turns out he was not on a deployment. He had moved in with someone else and he had been cheating on me for months before. Yikes. Shame girl. Akia, why couldn't he break up with her? I don't understand this behavior. He obviously, like, why does he live a double life? Exactly. Especially something that's so easy to find out. You're going to say you're on a deployment. She can just phone the base and ask them. Like, what the fuck? Do you think they were married? Did she say no? No. She doesn't say, but it doesn't sound like it. Maybe. Would you say my partner? Would you say my husband if you're married? My husband. Do you think that, that. Yes, you would. Ugh. Do you think the other person knew? Or was he telling the other person even that met, I mean, it doesn't even matter if the person knew or not. He's a it doesn't matter, man. but it would be interesting to know. Like literally no, any some... profession where the man has to wear a uniform, <laughs> just, just fucking don't. Yeah, stay away. Police, army. Nikki, I feel office. like your dad was in the police for fucking years. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. As hurtful as that was, you dodged a bullet and go heal and grow and go be the best version of you. And don't date anyone in the army again. They're all yeah. trash. Run away when you yeah. see a uniform, run. Yeah. Well, do you guys Your have like professions that you would never date? Call center. I never date a Gachi. <gasps> I have seen attractive Gachis before though. No, absolutely. But would you fucking date him? Never. Not even, I wouldn't even like touch him. Like not Gachis even like a face to me. Disgusting. I just, this is such a stereotype, right? They but so, and they have also been mean. rude to me. They are mean. No, Nabs, it's not a stereotype. They're fucking mean. And I, I used to take to the taxi. Gachi, I know you'd make such a good Gachi. I used to take the taxi from my town. And I always yeah. had the same taxi. And the Gachi would always <clears throat> steal my fucking change. Every time I had to ask no. for it. Every every morning I had to ask. You know, like I gave you the money. You know, you give everyone else their change. But when it comes to me, mm. I have to physically ask you for my change. And then you only give it. Because he wants to interact he, with you, you know, he's like creating. Yeah. What about <laughs> my easy. face and body language says interact with me? <laughs> That's how he's creating a scenario to chase you. 
That's how he's steal from you. Then he's yeah, like, that's the money. <laughs> Yeah, he's creating memories for the grandkids. You said call center. Look, call center. I know, and I mustn't, but only because I worked in a building yes. with call center on the floor above us. But so you mean like a call center worker, like someone who answers the phone, not like a yes, a team workforce planner or like a senior manager and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, like if you're if you higher up, it's okay. Yeah. But if you just like low level, I've heard the conversations. They always reek of weed. It's just yeah. terrible. Yeah. It's just and mad. they all dress the same, guys. They all dress Calls the same. the agents dress the fucking same. What the fuck? Yeah. And I know not all of them. And they always have lanyards. They always oh, have lanyards. My brother's technically a call center agent. Um, my brother te- also works in a call center. But I mean, <laughs> he's a good dad. He's a good husband. I'm not saying a, nothing wrong with it. It's just what I've seen. Yeah. It's enough for me. Yeah, so like my dad's in the police, or he used to be, he's retired now, <clears throat> and I would literally, that's the one profession that I don't care who you are, there's no way. Yeah. Like yeah. if Idris Alba showed up at my house and he was just like magically in saps now, I would have to say, <laughs> bye Idris, you ruined my dream. Yeah, and Idris is really hard <laughs> to say no <laughs> Idris is hard to say no to. Oh my god. I can say you I can say no to Idris. You know who I'd like to? I'd like to date like a criminal. Like Rio. But Rio vibes. <laughs> Rio's not a criminal, he's an actor. <laughs> no, but I mean he <laughs> is you know, such a ma. Okay, ma. <laughs> yeah. I'm also because um, you know there's no deal. What about I would, I would, why? Why now? Because we need to unpack this. What is going yeah, on? What Rio? No, no, yes. just a criminal. Why? But it must be like a Rio. It must criminal. be Rio. She wants it to be Rio, though. But yeah, that's it's like. So not just like you never murdered anyone. No, I'm sure. That's no, I want I want someone who hasn't killed anyone yet, okay. who hasn't um, hurt anyone. It can be white collar. It can be drugs. But he mustn't do drugs. He must it's just or money laundering. Weapons is good. Oh, well. a, a nice young arms dealer. I'm loving. Yeah, arms dealer. Yeah, lots of tattoos. Eh? But it must. But he must always have a shirt on, so you can't really see the tattoos. And then when it's hot, then he rolls up his sleeves, mm. and then you have a like a peak. You can see it. I will also um, and I would never date. I I would never. <laughs> I know you love him, Nix. I'm calling you out. <laughs> you love him, but I love youngster. Don't lie. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway. Please edit this. Please edit this. <laughs> no, leave it all in. Leave it all in. But I, I, um, I am just saying this. I do get it. Like, I get it's it. just a bad guy. Yeah. yeah, a and bad boy vibe. One time we went um, to that restaurant in Seapoint, um, was it Suriana? Is that what yes. It yeah, we, we were waiting. When we food. went away. Yeah, we, we had yeah. to sleep over. And there was that yeah. guy that was sitting there with his girlfriend, and he was like very much watching me. <laughs> no, he wasn't watching us. I can't remember. But he had on like a ketang, and he was wearing a matching tracksuit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he looked liquor. He looked liquor, yeah. And, and, but he was yes. like 100% wrong side of the tracks energy. Like, yes. Through yes. and through. And there is that there is a little bit of something there like that is attractive sometimes 
Why no, absolutely. Because you so can't just be like know. ugly and then you're just ugly. Yeah, no, no, you've got to. Mm. But Shayna, mm. you don't feel that way. No, I like I like me a nerd. Yeah. Yeah, because you're such a nerd. You're just hardworking yeah. chap. Yeah. I don't like that kind of guys, eh? You don't. Be surprised. I think, yeah, you're right. And as yeah. I get older, I mean, as I... Uh, approach my older years I do feel that I am more and more surprised by who I find attractive mm-hmm. you know yeah and what attracts me to um to this these men and it's really interesting and um yeah we chatted about this in naps you said yeah it's not about your type or your body preference it's just about how, how you, you feel is vibe yeah yeah, yeah. I think that's and, really actually and, all that matters yeah I agree. absolutely because that's sustainable right mm. yeah like for me like if if you're funny you're like you have 90 percent of the journey you make yeah. me yes. laugh like i'm 90 percent you just make me laugh and feed yeah. me then we lick yeah. them <laughs> and have like nice arms <laughs> arms is it arms for you it, arms I think and like chest that whole area must be like nice and beefy everything for like everything was visible not ve- like veiny like if someone is very like you can see i, I don't know i can't even describe this in the arms or in, in the head <laughs> yeah like in the arms and the hands i don't know it's like just a weird little oh. thing okay cool, cool i'm cool, looking cool. at my hands now and my hands are so veiny it's disgusting, but I think that's why you love me. Yeah, don't show, don't show me your hands. It's it's too much for me. Yeah, she okay. might be able to control it's okay. herself. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I like. I uh, I don't know. It's really I don't know. Oh, I have a dad bod, guys. Oh, yeah. Hit yeah. me up. If you have a dad bod, <laughs> I'm not single, so don't hit me up. But if <laughs> but a dad bod. <laughs> base yeah. but it is and not like like um you know what i mean like it just Seth Rogen. We, yeah Seth Rogen. yeah hello yeah Break me off a absolutely piece of that. <laughs> yeah like, okay wow that okay, is anyway, a uh, next problem <laughs> digress <laughs> this one also isn't a problem this is just like a thing and i love this one and i hope that when we go into season two we can find a space on our schedule to maybe speak about alternative relationships because this is oh i'd love that um my wife and i opened up our bedroom a bit we can now have sex with other people but we both have to be present for it it's been the hottest thing of our lives it's ramped up the energy even when we are alone and there isn't a third person in the bedroom with us i was initially concerned because i'm averagely endowed kudos to you for actually being open enough to say that and the first Mm. man was much bigger than me um, only to learn that my wife had similar concerns over her own body, not measuring up to the first woman I brought home. Learning that yeah. we both love having fun with other people, but are still obsessed with each other has been great. It was so nice to be with someone who had a supermodel type body, but I still wouldn't trade 
my wife for anything. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then he goes on to say it was a steep cliff to leap off together, and the reward has been great. I don't talk openly on Twitter about sex, so I have no other avenue to share this kind of thing. Even though this is in a secret message, I feel empowered by how open my wife and I are now um, talking in a way that we never would have a few months ago. Our communication and intimacy and attraction with each other has been better than it's ever been. You guys. Okay. People are loving out there. (laughs) People are loving. So that's amazing. I, I think that's so great. That's so yeah. Great. Um, I mean, it's not for everyone, but if it's working, go for it. Mm. For sure. And I think that's sort of the thing with it. Like, often, like, someone will hear something like that and then they'll immediately dive into the judgment and they'll be like, mm, oh, yeah. like, how can you sustain it? Uh, uh, uh. You know what? Like, just be happy that someone else is happy and you yeah. can, things cannot be for you. But you can still be happy and you can someone still, else is finding joy yeah. in it. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're. I you're would not, be so you keen don't, to like then, talk to people who have this kind of relationship. Me too. Or people Maybe who can get some guests. Yes. Yeah. Let's get guests. And if they want to really remain anonymous, then we'll use that voice changing app. Oh, I don't know if we should do that. <laughs> Might be a bit weird. Please. Um, okay, so if you are like polyamorous or in a polyamorous relationship, then you should email us and tell us that you want to be on our show and we will have you on our show because we really want to hear more about this relationship um, business and how it you works. Know, because I often questions. think like, how does it work? Like when, so there's like people who are polyamorous in that they have a relationship with someone and that person that they're in a relationship with is in a relationship with someone else, but they're not a thruple and then you have people okay. who are like three people mm. who are together yeah that's a thruple how do you get enough attention like is it like how, I, I'm just very curious about the mm. the dynamics, the dynamics. Yeah. yeah and maybe it's because I'm like an attention hungry person in a relationship that I, I couldn't yeah. imagine having another person yeah and it'll be like competition yeah. Yeah. we need answers it's weird. you know what I uh, uh, in previous episode I said that polygamy yeah count me in yeah. uh, under the right circumstances but not polyamory but no they are very different yeah. yeah they're similar but different yeah I think because of the multiple or more than one partner right mm-hmm. but mm-mm. I'm would you not be able no. to be in a relationship with more than one person? No, I wouldn't. At I the wouldn't same have time, the energy. No. I feel like I don't have energy myself. Never yeah. mind another yeah. person. And also, like, what if, how do you have fights? Like, what if two people are fighting? And then you as the so, third person, like, where do you You're Switzerland, <laughs> you neutral. Yeah, but there's always going to be pressure yeah. to drag you in because that's human nature. Yeah, because chances are they're probably fighting because of you, maybe. Yeah, yeah. or something. Um, it would be nice to live in a three-paycheck household. Yeah. That yeah. would be great. Or two-paycheck and you don't even work. Yeah, wow. Well, 
That is amazing. <laughs> I saw someone post on Facebook yeah. this morning. I'm looking for a sugar daddy that doesn't want any of the sugar. Finance my life and leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, just look at me. Look at me. <sighs> Looks mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah, okay. I really want to learn more about the, the dynamics of the... Um, of a polyamorous relationship. As far as this couple is concerned, again, good on you if it's working and whatever, but um, yeah. I'm going to skip that. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, they have relationships with those other people. It's just purely sexual. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, next problem. I think this one came in off the back of our Islam and dating episode because it says here, what are you supposed to do or how do you deal with um, Muslim men in their 30s thinking that divorced Muslim women are open for just sex more than women who have never been married or have kids? So like when you're dating, if you're dating mm-hmm. someone in their 30s who's Muslim, there's an assumption that because you're a divorced single mom, you're keen. You will be keen. You're more open to one night stands. If that's happening to you, then just you need to be very really open about what, where you stand, and yeah, what set you your boundaries. And what you, it's it's for you to just set your boundaries, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I know fact, that I've experienced that, it's it's tuck, but you can't really, you can, um, on. you, yeah, you have to set okay. your boundaries, we can't whatever con- you're meeting. Yeah, we can't yeah. control what they want and what they say, but we can only control how we react to it. Exactly. Yeah. So you must just not deal yeah. with them. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah don't deal with that. Leave that yeah. fuck behind. They, oh, fuck them. Yeah. Because a lot of them are just, they just want to have sex. They're mm-hmm. not interested in their relationship. And, and if you want to have sex, that. and exactly, exactly, Nix. They, they, and we talked about this. They feel that a Muslim divorcee with kids, the desperation levels are so high that they're willing to take anything. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. We're not. Actually. And make it clear from the beginning. Day one. Day one. Oh. Make it clear. Okay. Next yeah. problem. I have a friend who is constantly buying things. All she ever talks about is the new stuff she purchased and it's making me not want to be friends with her anymore because I feel like I constantly need to be in the same hyper consumption mode as her in order to be interesting to her. Just don't be friends with her. Finishing class. Yeah, if she's making you feel like that, she sounds like a dick, so. But maybe maybe she's not doing anything. Bending. And- and that's the what I'm internalizing this whole thing and making it bigger mm. than it is. Wow. That's what I think, yeah. So the 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 friend who's feeling all kinds of ways, you need to step away from that because um it, it's making you feel that way. I don't think she's yeah. buying things to make you feel like that. Yeah, she's buying things because she she's can, buying she wants to. Exactly. If it's affecting her. If you think that it's not good for her because of whatever reasons, and if you care about her, then maybe you can talk to her about it. But um, maybe, I don't know. 
So bottom line is that if you're feeling negative like that, then there's Mm. obviously a problem. Yeah. And you must go do some introspection. Yeah. 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 It's about you, girl. Sorry. (laughs) The next (laughs) one. When you see women supporting abusive men, what is your stance on that? Do you think it's right to distance yourself from the woman or is it none of your business? Mm. So like say someone will use a popular example, um, Chris Brown. Okay. No, maybe bring it down a notch. Like someone in your, like a local celebrity or someone that everybody knows and you're like in support of that person. Is that right or wrong? I my opinion on this is that you can't always number one assume that the person knows that the other person is abusive, right? Because one thing that I know is that abusive people tend to keep their abuse very private mm-hmm. and they they're not like usually very public about the fact that they're fucking disgusting human beings. So if you see someone who is like publicly supporting an abuser um, and it's not a celebrity whose abuse has been special over the papers, then you should first like ask them, you know, hey, what's up with us? Do you know know that he did X, Mm -hmm. Y, and Z? And if they say, yes, I know, or they don't say anything but carry on supporting him, then you you just don't, you're okay to distance yourself like who? Yeah. do whatever you want ultimately and if you don't want to even ask them then just distance yourself if it's making you feel bothered like if you're feeling like something mm. about it then just put the space there exactly what, you what can you what can you really do if you yeah. already to the person and said look mm. this is abusive behavior like how are you feeling about this do you want out and they choosing to stay and support that there's nothing you can do and you like you can't I don't know you can't make someone accept that someone they they support is abusive you can only tell them the facts and they can choose to accept it or not mm. and you can choose how you respond to that but mm. yeah people are it's, it's not you, mm. you don't what are you going to do about it? you're not going to you're going to step away yeah. i think like you've said but i definitely don't think it's none of your business i think if you feel like it's your business then you must decide to either A, confront the person and ask them why they support an abuser or B, distance yourself. Yeah. Don't feel like you don't have, you're not allowed to have a voice. We're all allowed to have a voice. Mm. And then the last question we got was a very straightforward one saying, how do you make friends as an adult? I am divorced and it seems like all my friends divorced me too. I am not sure where to start. I'm so sad. I know. Do you think that people who are divorced, um, who no people who are friends with someone who's been recently divorced, act like the divorce is contagious? Yes. Yeah. Like if you if you hang out with a divorcee, um, suddenly you'll it will spread into your relationship. Yeah. Or more like she's. She's going to steal your husband. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. Like, but I've had friends, husbands who just didn't like me because I'm going to put ideas into their wives' heads. Like, I'm going to just like, what? Uh, them. Like, are you mad? Mm. 
what, what are you afraid of? She's actually going to see that you are cuck. Yeah, because you probably mm. are. How about you work on your marriage and leave me that, alone? That's, that's what they fear, Miss. I um, don't It's difficult to make friends. But you know what? Maybe you've got old friends that you've lost touch with and maybe reach out to them. They might tell you to take a hike and be like, oh, now you want to come find me? Well, they might actually just welcome you back. Like you won't know until you try. But it, I think it is difficult to make friends at our age. It is really difficult. Yeah. I feel but like I'm not open to new friends. It's not impossible. But it's I'm not like impossible. Drake, no new friends. No yeah. New friends. I, I'm like, I've no got it. Nah. I told someone last night, my quota for meeting new people and becoming friends is just like two spaces left. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like I'm I like feel like... <laughs> Yeah, I've got my forever friends. So yeah. I can, I really sympathize with this person because um, in your adult life, it's really difficult to make new friends. I don't mm. know how the fuck we stumbled upon each other. And I really think that it's just God blessed us in this way. But think of it, no, we make exactly, it No, Yes, but Shaina, what I'm trying we, to say is we were all there at work. That was God yeah. decided that was going to happen, right? Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, we haven't clicked with anybody in the way we have at work. We at work. Yeah, I don't like anyone. I don't well. like anyone else. You know, like maybe two other people. Yo, but I, <laughs> they must just know. And if they're, listening, <laughs> if they're listening, I said what I said. They knew that one person. <laughs> uh-uh. Um, so yeah, um, I, I don't know, but you, I mean, okay, maybe practical advice for this person. Online, live your life. Go do the things that. Just go do all the things that you're passionate about. You mm-hmm. will find your people. You will find your drive. One thing that I think you shouldn't do is force it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's difficult. Um, I think your advice, Shahina, about reaching out to old friends is a good, good place to start. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. If I was in this situation where I suddenly find myself friendless, I would just not have friends because I don't have the energy to put put myself out there. Listen, I also have some practical advice, and it's that I've actually made a few friends online that are my online friends, you know, yeah. and it's really cool because we like the same things, we share similar posts, so that's how I know that we 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 can click, we yeah. we friends sort of, and um, that's a good way to start, especially if you're feeling a little uh, nervous about it. Mm. Yeah, I've made lots of friends on Twitter who are in like real life friends now where I was just like no they're not no yeah, they're not they are and they weird no. I think it's scary to think about but don't be shy to ask someone on a coffee friend date like if no. you think you yeah. vibe with someone on Instagram or Twitter and they're in the same city as you and you just slide into the gyms and say hey girl let's go get a coffee or a glass of wine or whatever don't mm. be shy to do that because they're not going to think you're a weirdo they're either going to be free no. or open to it or they're not. And it's not yeah. a, an indictment on who you are as a person if they're not. And you can even slide into audience and ask us to go. Yeah. I'm very flaky, so I don't want to promise. He's a fucking flake. <laughs> <laughs>
Be lover. Be lover. That's the problem. Tolerate me. Um, okay. No. That's everything. That's all the questions. So I had one question for you guys that wasn't tied to um, the theme for today. But I wanted to know what was like a big learning curve for you in recording season one. What is like a big takeaway now that we're wrapping season one? Lessons learned uh, our first season as podcasters. My lesson learned is that you can literally do anything, anytime. You can do whatever the fuck you want, actually. You want to start a podcast? Start a podcast. You want to write a book? Write a book. You want to learn how to surf? Go fucking learn how to surf. That just, I feel like we put so many, we just give ourselves so many excuses not to do stuff. Just fucking do it. Just go do it. Today, right now. When you're done listening to this episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I feel that I've learned so much about myself, guys. Um, and just every episode has been a continuous learning more about me and I'm making this all about me because you did ask right about me for sure I did um, yeah and um, I'm so um, excited to just um, listen to other points of views on things that are so prevalent in my life and I think that's what I value the most about having this now, this this podcast as a sounding board and just getting things off my chest. And more, on more than one occasion, we've said it's literally like therapy, right? It is. And um, and I'm so I'm so amazed by what a little bit tied to what you said, Shahina, that you can do whatever the fuck you want. You yeah. absolutely can. And the biggest barrier to you doing it is your fucking mind so mm. and when you get your mind right and you get the right people help you get your mind your mind might you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> then you're you halfway up you're halfway there yeah. so and i mean you don't yeah. have to aim for perfection how cringe was our first episode <laughs> we don't talk about it we don't talk about it yeah it's a you know for those who push through past thank you thank you so much oh we love you yeah and um what about you yeah when i see like oh we have 203 people following us on instagram and we have like these are stats our listening stats these are the comments that people share it just blows my mind yeah that in one month wow we launched something without really having like plans or a budget or like equipment (laughs) equipment we just (laughs) said like hey this is what we want to do this is what we're going to talk about let's just fucking do it and yeah yeah just it reminds me that everything it's okay if everything's iterative and you can start something and it might be like the first pancake in the pan but you keep at mm. it and it can get, it will get better, but you'll also yeah. learn so much more by doing than by talking. Doing, doing, yes. do doing is the best well. way. Yeah, a lot of talking. And I, I, people have asked me, why did you start it? And we also had a conversation about why are we here because of the feedback that we had been receiving and we really dissected and we and we went and, and, and all of us agreed that 
this is why we're here. So as long as we stick to that, we'll remain authentic and true to who yeah. we are. And, and that's the best way we can put across who we are and, and what we're doing. And we, I mean, it really is for people to listen to us talk. And I yeah. can't believe that people actually do that, guys. I feel like we're not doing anything special. <laughs> no. It's so yeah, incredible. We, yeah, I love it. Okay, well, let's wrap it up. Not just for this episode, but for the whole of season one. Thank you so, so much for listening. And I hope that everyone who is practicing has really great Ramadan. I'm not sure if that's how you say, like, is it really great? But I hope it's soulful and meaningful and uplifting and that Eid is wonderful. We'll be back sometime Thanks, in buddy. May. We don't know exactly when yet. We're going to be We'll let you know. So follow us on Instagram if you want to know when season two starts. And if you want to say hi, send us comments, concerns, any, 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 any info, you can email us at the skinnerbakerpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, we'll see you in May, guys. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.